What is up? I am Miguel Antonio, and this is the Live and Create Podcast. It's where I interview artists and entrepreneurs about what it means to live a great life and create great things. And this is the pre-COVID edition. It's a series of interviews I did back in late 2019. And even though a whole lot of life and a whole lot of crazy things have happened in between now and then, I still think that the stories that these people shared are going to be of value to you. In today's episode, we have Billie Jean. She's lead journalist at Exposure Magazine out of Denver, Colorado, and she shares her story with us, starting as a model overseas and how she leveraged that career to carve out her own path in music journalism. She also has some great advice to share to new artists who are trying to make their own way in the industry as well. Hope you guys enjoy. The Live and Create Podcast. Boom, we're here. Back in Hi, Denver. Hi, guys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's been forever. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah, doing really good. Yeah. So I well, think it's been two years. About two years like since the last time we interviewed. Yeah. yeah. So, so you've got a lot of progression happening in your life. Trying, trying. So That's it awesome. looks like you've been up to a ton of things. So uh, Quite a few. Because <laughs> yeah. originally we met, I think, via Twitter or Instagram. Oh, one of those things. Yeah. Something yeah, like that. A long time ago. And I remember you asked, you were like, or no, I was like, looking for gigs or something mm-hmm. and then you said oh i wish I, you could play my birthday party and That's i was like right you told me the date and i was like actually we can i yeah. literally thought we were going to be playing in your backyard or something <laughs> I, I i was like i was like we're gonna go play someone's birthday party uh that we met on twitter <laughs> in denver and the, the guys go. in my band at the time they're like yeah let's do it let's and, do it and then come to find out it's like a full show actual with venue like yes. five bands or something yeah and we had um well no we had three bands three, that okay. night and two live performers so right. uh, or well, two separate sets of live performers. Because so. it was Kaja mm-hmm. who did the um, like suspension, suspension stuff. Yeah. And then what were the girls' um, names, the two The two together? girls were Sierra and Serena, and they were the Scissor Sweethearts. Right, that's and what so they okay. did a lot of um, kind of circus performing acts, you know, science shows. walked on routines, glass, walk and on, I was like... <gasps> walked on glass, oh breathe fire, you know. <laughs> Uh, definitely on my birthday events, I like to go big. Yeah, and, so you know, I was like, okay, for sure. we're playing this role. <laughs> and now since then, uh, just kind of staying in touch with you, seeing you're involved in modeling as well, and mm-hmm. then uh, also jujitsu. so you're kicking people's asses every once in a while. Well, so know, I'm a girl. So, so tell me, I guess, <laughs> kind of break down some of the things that, that you're doing in life right now. Whew. I know, it's a general right. question. Yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. So since we've seen each other last, um, I tend obviously to throw big birthday parties just you know <laughs> just as like woo what can I put together so right. usually that implements a few bands live acts you know things like that but um outside of that since I've seen you definitely the progression has been happening so still working strongly with the Exposer magazine still mm. covering a lot of different events um focusing more on the larger ones of course because um, those are the people that reach out to me. So we're potentially covering the Eagles coming up soon. Nice. In March. Um, so for those who aren't from this area, what mm-hmm. is Exposure Magazine? Kind of talk about what you guys yeah. do. So Exposure Magazine covers a lot of different um, music, performing arts, mm-hmm. uh, fashion as well. So uh, we encompass a lot of different elements here in the Denver scene. So. If you're looking for any fun activities, you know, music, performing arts related, or even or huge just, birthday parties, or huge birthday parties, you know, <laughs> like just come around in April, wink, wink. <laughs> um, 
But we definitely encompass a lot, a broadband range. So yeah. we cover things from Supercross, um, Monster Jam, Cirque du Soleil. Um, and here, really the Eagles. Major, really and, and the Eagles. So, um, but goodness gracious, yeah, our we've been expanding so much that we're only able to cover more national touring talent, yeah. you know, um, covering... You know, the, the up-and-coming music scene here is something that we used to do a lot of, you But know? so much time is taken but so much elsewhere. time is taken elsewhere now. So yeah. we're, we're looking to expand our team with, you know, talented photographers, talented nice. journalists that we are able to utilize more on the streets because I can't clone myself. I can't, right. you know, have five of me going out to, like, <laughs> five different nights of, of parties because realistically there are multiple events happening on on the same night sometimes right. and so how can you cover all those things how can at the same i do time? that i can't i don't know how to teleportation device i can't have a cloning machine so <laughs> so we definitely, maybe one day we're not quite maybe there one yet. day but i'm, I'm kind of worried about like the molecular technology like of it yeah <laughs> like because if we disintegrate and then we're like transported yeah will everything could... be put back together properly i think there might be a few things yeah and i'm not signing up to test that i don't want to yeah. do that as, yeah. as many times as my iphone crashes <laughs> right. i don't want to really test out exactly you know, transporter like, technology what are you going to miss out on when you get reformulated like <laughs> like who are you now i don't like, even know i don't even know <laughs> that's awesome so uh so yeah, we're definitely looking to expand our team so that we can have more of that local coverage again, like yeah. we used to, because we are focusing so much on national talent that uh, we don't want to miss out on on those up and comers. Yeah. Anyway, so. Um, That's cool. So for them, you're doing some of the writing. Mm -hmm. Are you doing photography as well? Um, I can't remember. No if you did photography that or not. Okay. for myself. Yeah, I wish I could be so talented behind the camera, but yeah, no, um, but no. So my um, I usually attend the show and just write about it. So nice. I'll have my photographer take the pictures, and then we kind of join our stories together and and. Um, and deliver it to the public, so. That's cool. Yeah. So then also the other thing that's been progressing for you is modeling. I saw you're doing some competitions with that as well. Ooh, I was, yeah. definitely. <laughs> so modeling, honestly, is what got me into this journalistic career. Really, so that was the start. See, yeah, I'm learning things so, right now. So here's a little backbeat. <laughs> going forward and going back. Oh, <laughs> so I started a long, long time ago, well over 10 years ago, modeling with a group that was very similar to God's Girl or suicide girls oh, okay, gotcha. without the contract involved so that I maintained all of my own personal well information done. you yeah. know very smart business wise mm -hmm. in that aspect because if you model for these different groups they are they're in control of all of your information yeah. so you don't have rights to any of the images or videos that they're placing oh, out wow. so I chose a different group and while modeling with that different group at a tattoo convention in New York, I was put in contact with someone, um, a video production company from Australia. Nice. And was offered the opportunity to become their on-camera talent, interviewing different uh, celebrities. Nice. So I'm like, of course, you know, how, <laughs> how can you say no to that? So I ventured to Australia for about six months and worked for this company. And from that point, came back stateside, started working more with media, on the radio, and things right of that nature. Okay. So that progressed. I went to California, was working a lot with Sirius XM, Jason Ellis Show, you know, nice. things like that. And then when I came to Denver, 
Denver's a little bit of a more of a harder mecca to break into media-wise. Was it just really tight-knit? Was that Very tight-knit. You gotcha. have to know people. So, luckily, And you're walking in like, hey, hey. I'm here. <laughs> hey, I'm <Fresh>. What's up? <laughs> so, um, breaking into this media scene here in Denver was a little bit more difficult. So, yeah. uh, initially, I knew a few people that were on 107.5 that got me to meet and greet with um, another group of people. Um, cool. That allowed me to continue a few on-camera interviews or me actually being the interview subject yeah. on their show. So um, guest spots, et cetera, things like that. Very and, cool. um, and then through the modeling aspect, uh, I was hired on to pose coach girls, first-time models, um, for a photo shoot. When that was through exposure? Um, no, no, actually, this is how I got involved with exposure. Ah, gotcha. So, I was skipping too far ahead. <laughs> a little you're, bit. You're getting the bridge like, going get, in there. I'm getting there. You know, everything is a story with me. <laughs> 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 and so I met Teddy, the owner and CEO of Exposure Magazine, on the said shoot. So mm -hmm. I was hired on to coach the uh, first-time models, to post-coach them, nice. help them, you know, achieve these beautiful pictures that they were paying for. So, and Teddy was the photographer for that event. So we started talking and he said he had a magazine that he was developing, but he didn't have a writer. He didn't have anything put into place. And mm -hmm. I said, oh, Teddy, I can write. And, and he's like, sure. Like, you know, right, sure. Yeah, we'll see. All, all people say they can write, you know. Sure. <laughs> so he put me on an assignment and I delivered the article and he called me the next day and he was like, hey, so when you said you could write, I didn't really believe you. <laughs> He's like, but, <laughs> but I'm liking it. you can write. So awesome. would you like to join my team? And okay. so from that point forward, uh, Teddy and I have just worked very closely together mm. um, to create the entity that is Exposure Magazine. Today. I love that tenacity, though, of like coming into a completely like foreign community to you and finding mm. your way to build those relationships. And how long was that process from like the day you drove into Denver mm. to this moment you found yourself with Exposure Magazine? Literally within a couple of weeks. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So and, you're you're up in the so game it, for everybody. Yeah. Like yeah. Just like boosh. <laughs> like get in there. If That's you want awesome. that, get it. You know? I love it. That's and cool. And so the opportunity was presented and I took it and ran with it so and that's huge because I think a lot of people who are follow me are other artists as well mm -hmm. and I, I hear that question a lot like how do I meet this person how do I get to know that person and Absolutely. and I think that's a great perspective for them to hear I may even just clip that section out and yeah. and put that as its own standalone of like take hey you want that and go find the relationships take the initiative and meet and greet with these people yeah the worst that's going to come from the situation is you might get rejected right oh well that means that <laughs> spot was not meant for you you know so yeah. and as so an artist I feel go, like rejection is just part of that it's my like, life <laughs> I, had a, I had a friend who works in the corporate world and he was calling me up when I took a break from music and and he was like hey I was thinking about you for this particular job because it, it has to deal with people saying no to you like all day and I thought mm -hmm. you as an artist would probably know what that's like so <laughs> you interested I ended up not like pursuing that yeah. but like he wasn't wrong yeah. You spend more often Absolutely. than not, it's, it feels like rejection, but then when Absolutely. the doors get opened. Exactly. Boom. And so, but if you don't take that initiative, that door could potentially never right. be open for you anyways. That's so, cool. so go out there and get what you want, you know, talk to the people you want to talk to and see what you can bring from that. 
That's Absolutely. Awesome. I love yeah. it. That's great perspective. Now, <laughs> yeah. something that's been really cool, mm-hmm. like watching from afar right now, mm-hmm. is this journey into jujitsu. Now, is yeah. this thing that's been a piece of your life for a long time, or is this a new thing? So, jujitsu has been in my life for well over ten years. Okay, so um, somehow I missed that in the beginning when we first met. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's been just like an underlying aspect. Yeah. You know, I trained off and on here and there, kind of about ten years ago, and so. Coming into Denver and meeting the people that I have been meeting, mm-hmm. um, Peter, the professor at Littleton Easton Training Academy, is um, a really just a, a very admirable person. So whenever I found out that he had left Easton, the Denver location, mm-hmm. and opened his own school here in Littleton, that's whenever I thought, this is my opportunity to really learn from an amazing instructor. Yeah. And so... I thought about getting back into it and signed up and have just been going pretty relatively strong since. You know, this year has been a lot of ups and downs. It's kind of kept me out of my normal routine, but Mm -hmm. hoping that as soon as this little year finishes, I can get right back into a better routine again. Gotcha. So, so the year itself just kind of it's meandered you. It's been a little overwhelming. A lot, of, a lot of things have come up and just lots of work. Yeah. So um, it's definitely kind of, yeah, meandered me away from the gym. So I'm like trying <laughs> to get, get back, back and like get back once. And I'm like, yes. And then woo, life takes you away again. So, yeah. um, but jujitsu, I really feel is is great for honing your own personal confidence, mm-hmm. um, especially with the way that Denver is enlarging here. I, I feel that jiu-jitsu is ideal for not only children, you know, going through schooling. Um, like more from can, a self-defense perspective or just the confidence? Self-defense and, and or, confidence, gotcha. exactly. So so children that train jiu-jitsu have more confidence in themselves and can stand up to bullies, mm-hmm. you know, because they know I can wreck you. Like, <laughs> it's I, like I, don't I care. will destroy Go you. Go ahead and call me understand. fat. I don't care, you know. <laughs> Do you want to be put in the arm bar for it? You know, like that's, that's your decision, you know. I love so it. So it gives them the confidence to be able to walk away and understand that words are words. Yeah. And, um, and for adults, you know, especially women, I feel, in this growing community of Denver, a lot more crime is happening. You say that you know? literally as sirens start pl- blaring outside. Exactly. That's, and this, there are, it, that's yeah, perfect timing perfect, on cue. You know? That's brilliant. <laughs> I don't know perfect. if you got picked up at the I mics. I didn't plan but, that. <laughs> but you're like, and then crime. <laughs> that's amazing. So, um, so for women to walk around with that confidence, to understand that, you know, not not like I'm telling you to just completely disregard what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. You absolutely become more perceptive of your situation and right. the place that you're in. So being able to understand that you can handle a situation that comes across to you in a, in a timely manner. So if you're approached in a parking lot late at night or on the, on the downtown streets of Denver, mm-hmm. you can know that you don't have to just run away. Like if this person decides to get kind of frisky with you, yeah. you just like you break an arm or two. We'll judo see flip them to the ground, get them knee on belly, and like call it a day, and just like <laughs> kind of point in their face and say, "Ha ha ha!" Like, That's awesome. <laughs> like I'm done here. So, so when you're doing this, you're you're grappling, sparring mm-hmm. as well. And um, not is that sparring, a piece of it? but definitely grappling. Okay. So, so the different sparring would be more stand up, you know, gotcha. so like Muay Thai, if you're incorporating that. Okay. Um, we definitely begin stand up sometimes and incorporate a lot of judo for, for the takedown portion, you know. Um, but just 
Yeah, I, I would say that um, jiu-jitsu has really helped to increase confidence levels and just um, just that all over goodness, yeah. you know, and it's fun. <laughs> and excited to get back 2020 going hardcore yeah, in some jiu-jitsu. Now, yeah. have you ever competed? Is, no. Are there like comp okay. No, not myself. I'm definitely not on that level for competition. Okay. Um, you can breed yourself into that level and, and kind of feel more at home with it, but... Um, I don't feel that I would ever be very competitive in this in this one. Gotcha. Yeah, in, in jiu-jitsu. That's, that's I think not that, your goal. Not my this. goal, yeah. My goal is just to um, increase my own personal awareness yeah. and self-confidence, yeah. And what belt are you? Or you want me to cut that out? <laughs> Two-stripe white belt. <laughs> Two what? Two-stripe white belt. Nice. See, yeah. but, but the progress. But I talk like a blue belt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I have the like, vocabulary. I, I talk big. <laughs> I talk big, but I'm a white belt. <laughs> That's what with two stripes. Do. Yeah, with two stripes. Two stripes, two not stripes. just a white belt. Yeah, exactly. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> That's killer. How, how have you seen your training in jiu-jitsu uh, spill over into like mm. what you do with Exposure Magazine or into modeling and well, some of your career path? I would just say that um, the confidence level. Yeah. You know, definitely having... The ability to, um, the assertiveness that goes along with it, you know, I can definitely um, tackle situations a little bit more fluently and um, it's that little peace of mind. It helps you kind of just, um, gosh, yeah, that's a little bit of a tricky one. Um, but yeah, I, I would say that the progression with my personal life incorporating jujitsu has just definitely increase more of a confidence level. Yeah, so just bringing confidence to whatever you're doing. Absolutely. That That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, definitely. Now, obviously music's a huge piece of your life. Mm -hmm. uh, where did that passion start for you? The, my passion for music started at a very young age. I'm a classically trained musician, so nice. I've been working with music since the age of five. So classically, like piano? Piano. Or mm -hmm. right piano on. was my initial start. And then from there, uh, in school, I went into orchestra. I played the flute, uh, maintained nice. Are you a Lizzo chair. fan? No. <laughs> She's like, three, two, one. No. <laughs> no. You're like, no. do not bring that up. Lizzo's but she, a great artist. she plays yeah. flute she and does. has yes. someone twerk at the same time. Yeah. Like, how can you not be a fan of that? It's it's an interesting dynamic, absolutely. You know, um, I like how you I, put that. It's an interesting, interesting. But dynamic. I, I love I love when music can incorporate all different styles like that too. Yeah. You know, so so you're not feeling you know. Um, but but that's just not my genre of music that I typically listen it's all to. Good. It's you all know, um, my genre. I won't judge you for you it. Know. I won't judge you. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do appreciate whenever you can incorporate different styles to into the music. Yeah. So, so you you did flute. Uh, you said in was it high school? Um, middle school through high school. Okay. So from seventh grade to twelfth grade, I maintained first chair position. Well done. Um, well done. It's just um, a very perfectionist. In me, you know, where I wanted to be like number one all the time. Maybe a so, little competitive. A little bit competitive, in there. you know, yeah. absolutely. So, <laughs> um, so in that music, uh, my love for music is what kind of brought me into this journalism career and working so much, <clears throat> pardon me, and so closely with other musicians. Yeah. So, um, now do you still play? 
are you still playing piano, flute, or any of that kind of thing? Or not, not too much. You know, I, I definitely in all that don't free time you probably anything. have. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like After from, all the things we've from, talked about, from twelve thirty to one in the morning, <laughs> I play the flute. <laughs> um, Get a little bit unfortunately, flute no, I've I've kind of breaking away from from playing music on my own. Yeah. Um, I thought about getting back into it, but. <clears throat> Pardon me, my it's all good. throat's kind of getting dry. <laughs> but um, but definitely, I, I just have such a, a love for music that being involved in it in any way is... Yeah. is you, you want me to get you some water? Yeah, at all? Me, let's, let's get take you some a little water. break. I'll just take a drink. Well, maybe next time I come through, you'll be playing keyboard in a band. Absolutely. No. <laughs> you know, maybe back up or, or maybe vocals for and some EDM tracks. And a black belt tracks, you know. at the same time. Black belt will take me about 12 years. 12 years. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. it's, a, it's a good long process, but... <laughs> But I've got great instructors in Easton. Uh, they're wonderful people. So that's killer. Definitely, if anyone's looking to get into that market here, I would highly suggest them. So that's cool. Um, but with my own personal um, upbringing, I think that's why I do enjoy this line of work so much mm. because I am able to speak with so many different talented artists and 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 pick their brains about you know what what interests them you know yeah. how did they create their music and then you know eventually maybe i'll maybe i'll break into the dj world you know Boom. i'm definitely working with a lot of edm artists now so i love edm yeah. stuff i yeah. really dig it so so, so like dj like actually mixing and like performing yeah. dj yeah that would be pretty cool. yeah that's yeah. kind of where my mind's kind of going now with where i want to be with music nice. like for myself i don't know if i'd ever really like perform on stage or anything like that but like she says that and then maybe like two like, years from now she's like yeah i'm, I'm one of the lead djs <laughs> yeah. in denver i'm so. like totally headlining <laughs> all these shows <laughs> i mean that would totally be rad but um you're like definitely. i'm so cool i wrote an article about myself as an amazing dj in denver <laughs> right just like shadow pen that. <laughs> That'd be cool. You should totally do it at least yeah. once, right? Yeah. To feel it, and then you might get you so might get the bug. For it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, I I love music, and that just seems like maybe the next progression. Yeah. You know, um, I've been hanging out with a lot of great artists lately, and just being able to just stand next to them while they're mixing has see been mind blowing for me. You know, so I could just geek out. Yeah, on a lot of people don't know how much like artistry for a good DJ. <laughs> There's some right. DJs who are just plug and play. clicking through. Like yeah, I DJed a wedding in. once, yeah. which was all, I was just, it was just <laughs> breaking in. Can I crash? Yeah, yeah crash on it. <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, I DJed a wedding. It was just clicking and yeah. stuff. But like yeah, I, I have so friends who do the Steve real. Aoki. <laughs> the, the, the real mixing, though, mm -hmm. and the art yeah. form of it is incredible. It's like incredible what people can do. to watch it just with the drop downs and like fade outs. I'm like, I want to know all of this. Yeah. Like, teach me your ways, master. <laughs> and it seems like it seems really complicated. I took my boys to Guitar Center one day, and yeah. they're six and seven. They mm -hmm. have the headphones on. They're sitting oh, yeah. there with the mixing thing, and they're like. Dad, how's it work? Because yeah. they're thinking, you're a musician, you know, and I'm like, yeah. looking, it looks like a spaceship to me. Yeah. I don't even know what to do. Like, yeah, there's so many inputs, different channels, you plug in, play, here, there. And I'm like, mind blown. Absolutely. And all they want to do is yeah. you know, mix Scratch, and... scratch, like old school. Yeah. <laughs> like old school scratch. Yeah, we've got some great talent here in Denver. Um, 
the owner of Hot Boy Records is here, and what so is it? Hot Boy Records. Hot Boy Records. Okay, um, I'm so not familiar with that. he's done a whole lot of work with um, just different major label EDM artists. So nice. incorporating, um, you know, doing little tracks here and little tracks there. Um, but yeah, the EDM scene is blowing up here in, in Denver. Cool. So it seems to be a really cool scene. Like yeah. the more I'm getting to know about it, yeah. meeting different artists here this in the city. Jacket is from Dirty Bird Records. Dirty so, Bird Records. They like, got they got jacket swag. That's oh, legit. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But um, yeah. So diving into kind of the philosophical end, mm -hmm. uh, what kind of what makes you tick? If you had to define it, um, and technically you kind of do because you're on this podcast, so this is part of it. So mm. how would you define a great life for you personally? Mm. <clears throat> so as, as I've heard time and time before, a great life is happiness. Mm. It's what, what makes you happy and what you can create around you that is going to create that environment to produce that happiness, yeah. you know? Um, a great life to some might mean millions of dollars in a fancy car, you know, how many Mercedes can I own? You know, <laughs> things like that. But a great life to me is definitely more simple and is involving happiness, you know? Mm. I don't need those big ticket items to make me happy. Yeah. Um, quite honestly, like my close friends, you know, people that I trust are some of the people that can make me the most happiest. The next is obviously music, you know? The way it can infiltrate and impact you is, is such a happy moment you know, in your life. So surrounding yourself with what makes you happy is is definitely what's going to lead to that ultimatum, like that, that ultimate dream for yeah. you, you know? And how can you make that happen in your life, you know? That's cool. So even kind of here, finding, you're finding happiness in the relationships that you have and in the music that you're around, in a sense, the work that you do? Is Absolutely, that <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I have created a life of happiness based on all of that. You know, like, I love music. What what can I do to get myself around music more? Well, let me write about it. Let, yeah. me, let me expose it to the world. Nice. You know? Exposure. And, and exactly. Full circle. So full that. circle, you know? <laughs> um, and so that's how I incorporated that portion of my happiness, you know, that's into awesome. my life. Um, my friendships are only involved with people that give back what I give to them. Mm -hmm. And that's super important for your happiness. You know, you can't be involved with people that are constantly taking from you. It's a hard lesson to learn, I think, for at least for me, that's been yeah. a hard one. But because when you're a giving person... It's becoming more and more apparent in life, you know? Exactly. <clears throat> when you're a giving person and you're a caring person and a good person, you always want to help others. Mm -hmm. But if you're constantly taking... That's not helping you at all. Yeah. So surround yourself with people that give back as much as, as you put into them. That's cool. And and you'll find your true happiness in life. Material possessions are not always going to bring you happiness. Right. You know, you can sit amongst your million dollar items perfectly alone. Yeah. It's like you're just wondering, a rich, alone yeah, person. Just rich but alone and all mm -hmm. sad inside because you've got no true friends, you know? Yeah. So um, just surrounding yourself with those good like-minded people will definitely help you expand. Yeah, and it's been cool even on this journey as I build my own music career and, and even the last band when we met, I was mm -hmm. with uh, Run With It and touring, yeah. doing all that. It's like, I, I took two years off of touring once the band ended mm -hmm. and it hit me during that time. It's like, yeah. it was all the relationships. It was all yeah. these kind of things that really 
outlasted even what I was doing there. Right. You know, and exactly. I, I suddenly get texts from people, hey, how you doing? I haven't seen you in a long time. You know, yeah. those kind of things. And then reconnecting, it's like, man, the relationships, any opportunities ever come yeah. has come through, at least for me, has yeah. come through relationships and how big and how important that is beyond just Absolutely. like even business. It's like they become people, even if it's a business relationship at first, mm-hmm. often grow into actual friendship. Absolutely. Which is amazing. So so creating great things. Mm -hmm. How would you define for yourself what is creating great things to you? Creating great things. Well, the first step is to think about these things. (laughs) And then you you put them into motion. (laughs) You know, um, creating the great things definitely would would involve like what what is great to you and, and what you're wanting to achieve, you right. know? Um, I definitely have some goals that I would like to achieve in the next few years. Um, Exposure Magazine, we are actually looking into uh, doing more on-camera stuff. Nice. So, um, so you guys will be doing something like this? With we'll be incorporating, on- I'll be back on camera Hell doing yeah. interviews again. There you go. So, uh, that Full was- circle from Australia to... Boom, boom. Denver now. <laughs> no, now we're localized in Denver. So um, initially when I started in Denver, I did have a videographer. So we were covering a few tattoo events and things like that yeah. for the Australian company though. Because when gotcha. I came back stateside, I was still working for them. Mm-hmm. And so I found a, vi- a videographer here that would help incorporate our tattoo ideas out there. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so now being able to incorporate that video spectrum with this current magazine is, I feel like, going to be really, really great. That would be awesome. Yeah. Now, do you guys do a lot, like, Facebook-wise uh, at all? Or Because <laughs> I could see but... such an opportunity mm-hmm. once you go into video, with the, especially Doing Instagram and Absolutely. yeah, Facebook and the live, all yeah. that. And uh, IGTV is just oh, yeah. growing. So I, I even it think really all is. the algorithms are favoring it right now, but who knows True. what it will favor in, like, two months from now. Algorithms are so hard. <sighs> Oh my gosh. They break my heart sometimes. Seriously. I'm like, I had this figured yeah, out, man. And now right? you messed it all up. And now none of my hashtags work. And I'm like, okay, shake the baby. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, well, I've, I've almost given up on hashtags because I'm like, it doesn't even work anymore. Sometimes so, I don't use hashtags and I get more likes. I know. That's been happening to me. I'm like, what in the world? Like, how, how does that? And how, how are you even finding me without the hashtags? Right. Like, where is that even Where happening? is it even Okay, yeah, because yeah. I've been checking my insights and like certain people are finding me without the hashtags and I'm like, like how is how? this happening? How, how? Now, I think location is helping on mm-hmm. some level, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's probably a whole other podcast. <laughs> do you remember Daniel Cole, our uh-huh. drummer, yeah. Dreads and everything? Uh-huh. He's brilliant at social media. Yeah. Anything I've learned is really from him yeah. and uh, he was texting me. He's like, hey, stop using so many hashtags. It's, <gasps> it's squelching it, man. Right, <laughs> and, so it's almost slowing it down. Yeah. Right, yeah. So he's experimenting, trying to figure that out. But, yeah, definitely. So creating great things where you're, if I hear you right, you're saying if at first take the moment to define what is a great thing yeah. to you. Yeah, absolutely. And then just institute and make that happen. You yeah. know, find your avenue or your outlook that is going to get you there. Yeah. You know? Well so. and so your tenacity is just really cool, inspiring to me. It's even, I love, I'm gonna be sharing that story to other artists when I meet, because I get the opportunity to just talk to different artists and when they're asking questions, and, and I think I'm gonna start sharing your story where you like show up on the scene in Denver, and yeah. you're like, 
I need to get to know people. And I gotta find, I gotta find figure this out, yeah. you know? And, and that literally what it was is that I had been working so long in media in mm -hmm. California and in Australia and like worldwide that coming to a, a centralized location as Denver, and back then Denver didn't even really have a great music scene. Yeah. So I was, I was like, oh, what am I gonna do? Like, I, <laughs> I can't get on the radio here. The radio is so closed off. Like, yeah. hmm. All right, here we go. Like, let's, let's see <laughs> so, what happens. Where, yeah. So I'm just curious, have you always been like that? Or was there something that yeah, always. that always just, yeah. even as a little girl, you're like, I'm going to walk yeah. into this preschool and I'm going to know all these people and they're going to know what's up. Like, <laughs> I grew up in a military family. So gotcha. moving okay. around every couple of years really kind of um, developed this personality, That's cool. I feel. So um, I knew that if I was starting this new school, I'm not going to have any friends unless I woke up to you and, and start talking to you. Yeah. Like, hey. Because everyone else is like, oh, new kid. They're already, they're already <laughs> friends, you know? So, so I have to take that initiative and yeah. I have to make it happen. So it's been that way my whole life. That's I cool. Feel. So in a sense, got all your training just growing up. Yeah, just growing yeah. up. Yeah. And then you've already been all over the world then through that. At that point, yeah. So, um, but like I said, moving every two years. Mm-hmm. If you want to have friends, you've got to you've got to get out there and and show yourself. Absolutely. So, well, so yeah, cool. that's that's what I would say. So <laughs> kind, of, kind of parting advice. Uh, you work with so many different artists. Um, if you had an opportunity just to sit down with an artist right now, what would be one of the number one things you would tell them? Like, say they're just getting started out. If they're just getting started out. I mean, gosh, don't know your worth. You know, like don't you, know your worth. Do I'm know, yeah, yeah. Like, like don't Sorry. know your worth. Like sell yourself short. Sell, <laughs> go, sell out, sell ball, short all the, ball, time. all the time. Fifty dollars shows is totally okay. That shit's gonna like, pay yeah, off it's one day. Totally pay off. No. Like, <laughs> Sorry, I missed you. Yeah, like don't sell yourself short. Though. Gotcha. Yeah, totally know your own worth. You know, and and even if you are an artist that nobody has ever heard of, mm. still act like you are. You know, yes. put yourself out there and say. No, this is what's so great about me. Just give it a listen. You know, give me a chance, yeah. and and people will give you that chance. You know, um, network with people it, as much as you can. Even if you're centralized in Detroit, you know, mm. get on Facebook and start talking to different media platforms in different cities. And yeah, you might be playing someone's birthday party you might at be a club. A birthday with party. A huge like, party. You know, a hundred people. My right. close friends. It was. <laughs> So ridiculous. <laughs> I'm always like, yeah, there'll be thousands of people. No. No, it's usually a private party with like my hundred close friends. <laughs> Just your hundred close friends at like, a club. You know, and <laughs> you know, sell a bar out. You know? It is that actually is just it's funny because I've told that story I don't know how many times uh, when artists come to me and they're just like I'm like, social media, is it even worth it? And I'm like, well let me tell you, that's one of the stories I share where it's like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, next thing you know, we're in Denver, in Denver, playing our first show for a hundred people, and then yeah. like creating long-term friendships through yeah. Twitter, you know, yeah, and exactly. That's so, awesome. so definitely. So know your worth. Know and, your worth, and and don't sell yourself short, and and put yourself out there. You know, it's a little intimidating at first, you know, and and but here's the thing, it's okay if you're rejected. Right. It's okay if someone says no, because it's putting you on the path somewhere else where you need to be. That's cool. So so go with it. Yeah, and I, like, I was, my oldest son, he, he gets to go on some tours with me from time to time now. Yeah. He's 15, and he was just kind of, like, struck by, he's like, you just walk up to anyone and start talking to him. It's like, yeah. 
Yeah, that's what you yeah, do. Yeah, is you, you, you do to. it, and yeah. and that's why I told him is like even for him, like I was like just try at a party the next party you're at, just say mm-hmm. I'm gonna meet everyone in this room, yeah. and then you'll find the people you connect. Like you said, exactly. where it's like certain people is like yeah, I'm not vibing. Yeah. We're not vibing. Right. You might meet somebody <laughs> and be like, yeah, I'm gonna just go ahead and walk over here now. Right. Yeah, it's totally like, okay. Yeah, and you're probably and then, happier that I'm walking over here too. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So when you walk <laughs> over here though, then you meet the person that you're supposed to talk to you initially. Exactly. So, so that's how it kind of happens. So just put yourself out there. Don't be afraid of rejection. Rejection is going to happen in life, period. Yeah. Okay? Toughen up, get over it, and just go. Go do it. Yeah. Do some jujitsu. You can do an arm bar. Yeah. It'll be awesome. You know, if, if they do something shady, then you just put them in an arm bar. And, like, okay. <laughs> and that's how you like, make friends. And that's how you make friends. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thanks for making yeah. the time. Yeah, this totally. is great. And it's great to catch up. Yeah. And I'm looking it's forward so to, to see you again. being back here in Denver again. Absolutely. So. Thanks again. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the Live and Create podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe and leave a comment or a review. The Live and Create Podcast.